on the way to play the episodes, this center, with your host, DC Radical One. Greetings, Black family, and welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. I am your host, DC Radical One, and you have entered the center. Shout out to our wonderful producer, Cindy Ashby. You can check us out on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and now on the Wake Up Radio Dot com. Also, you can follow me on otw2.com. That's otw2.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I will explain shortly why you will want to follow me there because I um, had something interesting happen earlier this week, um, which kind of sparked the the uh, the show, the subject of the show which is if you can't beat them, ban them. That's today's subject. And so we're going to talk about um, censorship in modern America, um, keeping information from people, not allowing certain discourse to be had, and outright stopping people from making decisions about their lives that is taking place uh, slowly but surely. And of course, if you look along the bottom, you can see all of my social media. You can follow me on Instagram at dc.radical.one. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at dc underscore radical underscore O-N-E. You can also follow me on OTW2, which is not listed at um, OTW at DC Radical 1. You just go to otw2.com user DC Radical One. I'm there. The cash app is dollar sign DC Radical One. And of course, this is the YouTube capital B small C Radical the numeral one. I think I have all other social media um platforms covered that I'm actually on. Uh BB40 and uh happy straight black pride month to brother you got ripped off and greetings to unique one express. And I'm doing this show early, earlier than a normal two o'clock show because I do have some something to do and somewhere to be. So this will be a very short live stream. And I expect a lot of people to miss it and or come in towards the end when I am almost finished. But of course, you can always look at the replay. And brother, you got ripped off says, please hit the like button on your way in and share across your social media accounts. Indeed, please do that. And if you find the discussion constructive, then please consider making a donation to the Cash App via dollar sign DC Radical One. You can also show support to the producer, Cindy Ashby, at dollar sign on the wakeupradio.com. So, and let me make an announcement before we get started real quick. Again, as you all who have listened know, um, Saturday, August 21st, 2021, uh, the 7th annual, and it's hard to believe it's the 7th annual already, Straight Black Pride International Convention, this year's theme, The Return of the Black Man. And we're gonna have four powerful uh, brothers, 
elders, warriors, scholars speaking. First of all, Brother Michael Grace, and he will be speaking on, let me see here, from Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark to Dr. Collett, modern day New York City activism. And we also want to have Baba Olatunji Mwaba, an African-centered response to the LGBTQIA organizations and their agenda. And because of this show, I should have read him last, but you'll see in a minute. Also, Brother Louis Ali, res, res, excuse me, resurrecting Black Wall Street. And then Brother Darren Muhammad, the times and what must be done. Greetings to our wonderful producer. And so that is Saturday, August 21st at 2 p.m. Um, tickets will be $25 in advance via Eventbrite and $35 at the door. And for more information, you can go to unity at straightblackpride.com and the event right is 7th Annual SPPM Convention. And I will be there. So that's something that if you have a chance to make, you don't want to miss. A lot of people, um, I tell people about events all the time. People hesitate. Eventually they come out and they're like, oh man, I can't believe how great it was. I haven't been to anything like this, blah, 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 blah. And of course I just laugh and think, just think how many events you could have been to had you just shown up earlier. But that's neither here nor there. So I said that something interesting happened earlier this week. So for those who saw my video um, that I released on Monday, um, I released a video dealing with the subject matter at hand. Let's see if I can bring this up. Here we go. And greetings to our wonderful producer, if I haven't given her greetings before. So I saw this and I decided to make a video about it. San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus Faces Backlash for We're Coming for Your Children video. Right? Now, if you saw that video, that video was getting a lot of views, had um, over 100 views. The last time I checked, it's close to 100, like, Maybe 140, 150. Now, understand, I started this channel a couple of months ago. It's a small channel. I have just under 300, um, yeah, just under 300 subscribers. When I released the video, I actually had around 290. So when the video, and sometime during the week, I was picking up subscribers. So I saw that and I was like, oh, interesting. So I went, uh, I went to my page. And saw that I had a copyright strike. And the video had been taken down. And so I immediately knew which video it was. And I knew why. So let's go over it for those that, that didn't see it and don't know. I made the video in relation to this story after, after seeing the video, right? I waited a while, let the fervor die down. I wanted to research it, make sure everything was on the up and up. Did all that. I said, BB48 to a BB48 man. And I said, all right, let me do this video. It's important for people to see it. I debated whether or not I was going to put the embed their video in my video. And what I, because they're, they're like copyright laws, fair uses laws, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, you know what? I've gotten away with this stuff. I'm good. 
So they gave a copyright strike, which means that in this case, the actual San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus had to see my video, look at the entire video, find where their video is embedded in my video, and then force them to take my video down for copyright strike, right? Because like because of YouTube, like you can like things are monetized, people can claim it, and then if your video gets monetized, they just get your money. That's what most people do. Like they see their stuff, they're like, oh, he got my stuff in it. Let me just get his money. But in this case, they're like, no, take it down. And the reason there's two reasons they took it down. One reason they took it down is because they faced backlash like this is here in this article. And so they took their initial video down. But by the time they had taken their initial video down, the video had gone viral, right? So, of course, you can't take, it's the internet, you can't take down everything. But two, for those that didn't see the video, and I think what I'm going to end up doing is making another video without their content and then repost it. But I don't have to say it, but you already know where you can find the original video. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and so... Instead of them doing that, they want to take it down. And the reason they want to take it down is because in my video, I showed the documentation where at from the foundation of the gay rights movement, now the LGBT movement, there has been a unhealthy and unnatural focus on children. And the reason I say it's unhealthy and unnatural is because if you wanted to have children, you would not be dedicated to that a lifestyle that doesn't produce children right naturally is it it's just a fact you know what i'm saying like if i want to be a football player right but i don't want to lift any weight so i don't want to run with i'm not going to be a football player if you're a man and you're going to only have sex with men you're not going to produce children you're a woman you're only going to have sex with women you're not going to produce children this is just basic biology right so i put the documentation up <laughs> Greetings, Sister Tila Newbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't even seen the little Nas thing, but I heard about it. I probably won't even. I'm tired. I'm so tired of little Nas. That's all I can say. Um, but so I put the information out about the documentation, the history of homophilia, right? As far as them trying to, um, their uh, focus on children, including an or a gay rights organization in the early 70s that talked about liberating, is the, these are their words, children from their parents and unburdening women from <laughs> the burdens of motherhood. Then again, these are all their words. So when I put all this together, I put the connected the dots and things like that. Obviously, a member of the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus saw it and decided to remove the video. Right? Yeah, you know, that's a personal thing. But it reminded me, it's like, ah, yeah, you can say what you want to say, but you can't say what you want to say. Right? So then, after that happened, I started to see things going on um, in dealing with the virus right 
And what's interesting is if you look at a lot of people's, um, you look at a lot of people's social media as far as like, well, if you look at a lot of people's YouTube page, before before this is Vanessa, um, what you see that's interesting is that people don't even want to say the words COVID. I don't know what's in the YouTube algorithm that you can't say the words or you don't want to say the word. I don't know what's going on, but I've noticed it. Like whenever people want to discuss what's going on, they don't even say COVID. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like people like the virus and things like that, right? So that this is that something that's going on. But when it comes to like the whole how the push for the vaccines and the push for everything. I'm going to show you and from the sports world, because this one surprised me when I saw it. I was like, whoa, wow, this is crazy. In the sports world, what's going on, right? Because there are people who are resisting based upon information that they're receiving, not from the mainstream media, but from, um, you know, whatever, whatever other sources that they have. So this article says former Texans coach fired for refusing the vaccine, right? Everybody can see that. Okay, cool. Now let's think about this. It says uh, escalating the controversy surrounding the NFL's new COVID policy, former Houston Texans offensive coordinator Rick Dennison was fired Friday for refusing to get vaccinated. Dennison on Houston staff in 2010 to 2013 was the Minnesota Vikings offensive line coach. He is believed to be the first NFL coach terminated for not agreeing to the NFL's COVID guidelines, which stipulate that all tier one staff, including coaches, front office executives, equipment managers, and scouts be vaccinated, right? Now, in addition to that article, this article here, um, and let me see if this gets into the information I want to get into when I bring this up. Well, not nah, let me talk, let me talk about it real quick. So I saw that and I was like, okay. They are firing people in the NFL for not taking the vaccine. In addition to this, they had a policy that says that if a team, if an unvaccinated player on a team spreads uh, the, if there's an outbreak, right? They, he spreads the virus, right? Then that team will have to forfeit their game. And then the team pays for the expenses of travel and all this stuff related to the game that's not going to take place. Now, again, I want you to think about this. And you have to understand the mentality of football, right? In football, um, ideally, it is a one you sacrifice for the greater good type of thing, right? Like people play injured, um, people who people teach people their job who are probably going to take their job. 
Like these are the type of sacrifices you make. Like you just do all types of things. You go through all types of pain. You train together. You fight. All that stuff, right? I talked about that in another video. All that stuff, right? So imagine the pressure put on a player who in his, whose personal belief is, I do not want to take the vaccine. However, the person has an opportunity to make millions of dollars for a short span of time. So you're weighing your personal beliefs, right? Versus being able to make a living. Because more than likely, if you're a high-level NFL player, there you don't have a large skill set of, of other stuff you can do. And to be completely honest, there's just not a lot of things you can do where you can make $2 million a year. And that's a low-end person. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So that's the bond that they're putting millionaires in, in essence. Now, some of these guys aren't millionaires. Some people, the minimum they make, I, I believe the league minimum, something like $325,000. But the point is, how much, how many $325,000 a year jobs are just rolling around where you can say, hey, man, forget this, and I'm just going to go and, and do what? You know, so short of you taking the time, your money to become a lawyer, things like that, right? But the thing about it, right, this deep, is they said that if the, the they trace it to an unvaccinated person. But here's the thing. How do you determine who, how you determine the first person to spread it? That's my question. So, so to me, that means that they're just going to assume that the person who's unvaccinated is the person that's spreading it, which means anybody that's unvaccinated will be scared to death that they're going to cost their team to lose a game that you can't even, that you didn't even play. It's not like it's different from I was wide open and I dropped the football and then we would have won had I caught it or I got a penalty that erased a touchdown. You know, all the things that happen within the sport of football that can cause you to lose the game. Those things, people understand that your, your, your teammates will support you in that. Even if they blame you for losing the game, they'll support you because it's part of the culture. Hey, man, we get them next time, blah, 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 blah. At least, especially if, if, you, if you're good. But imagine this. Imagine you were like, I am not. Greetings, Lord, I see you you're, uh, in route. I understand. Um, but imagine you're a, a good player, not elite, but a good player. And they test you. The test comes back positive. They say that you're the cause. You lose the game. You lose. You Y'all don't go to the playoffs, let's say. Let's say that y'all don't go to the playoffs, right? Suddenly, because you tested positive, you're the reason your team doesn't go to the playoff. At that point, you will probably never be able to get another NFL job. How many people are willing to take that risk? So through that, without mandating it, they're mandating the vaccine. Why is this important to regular people? It's very simple. If I, if I can make millionaires bow to my will what chance do regular people have to resist right 
I've even seen on I've seen um because somebody somebody was telling me that they were looking for a job and within some jobs they were looking for, right? Being vaccinated was part of the job. Like you can't, you know, people who apply for this job have to show their uh um either your vaccine cards or some documentation that you've been vaccinated to get the job. Right. So, okay, maybe you're already working. We can't mandate it for you to keep your job, but you won't be able to get a job anywhere else. This is the slow strangling of consent and resistance that they're doing. And of course, this is after the removal of most of the people who have uh, at least questioned the validity of the vaccine or questioned the fact that it's still experimental, right? Like questioning things is um, frowned upon. For example, Rand Paul, I was looking at an article where Rand Paul has been grilling Fauci on this gain of function thing. And I'm going to do a video on that. On that. And let me say, for those who are listening and for those who um, will listen later, the more controversial topics like COVID that I can't do videos on here, or I can actually do videos of them here, just don't know whether or not I say that. Those, uh, those videos and those topics will be exclusively sent to my OTW2 account. So if you haven't signed up to OTW2, you're going to want to sign up to OTW2 because my more controversial and in-depth stuff will be on OTW2. And if our wonderful producer, um, when she gets streaming and some things together, more than likely when I start doing lectures again, which will be toward the end of the year, uh, they will more than likely be streamed from that platform. That's the plan so far. Uh, greetings to Sister Poetry. Right? Because we're in an age now where there's any type of resistance or any type of information counter to the standard narrative they're trying to choke out and strangle, right? So for example, I mean, if if you're on um, Instagram, I mean, you've seen this, and I'm sure it's on Facebook too, because Facebook owns Instagram. Anything related to COVID gets the COVID, <laughs> gets the COVID CDC warning along the bottom. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it can be tangentially related. And you get the CDC thing along the bottom. But the thing that no one wants to talk about is while they're giving you the CD, the CDC thing along the bottom, along the bottom, excuse me, is that the vaccines are still not tested and approved for CDC by the CDC on a non-emergency basis. These things are still being used on a non, I mean, on an emergency basis. Right. I mean, it's just a fact. So when people say, hey, I don't want to take an experimental vaccine. 
the mainstream media acts like that's some type of controversial statement or you're some type of conspiracy theorist when you can simply look it up and say, oh, this is only available for emergency use and it's still only available for emergency use. But yet they're trying to press everyone. And I mean, everyone to take this vaccine. But this is what I never understood about the vaccine concept in general. Right. I've never understood this. If 75% of people take the vaccine and the vaccine is effective and 25% of people don't take the vaccine, right? How can the 25% of people who don't take the vaccine affect the 75% of people who take the vaccine if the vaccine is effective? Because like this type of uh, virus is supposed to be passed person to person. You know, it's not just like floating in a cloud and then descends down in rain and hits the top of your head and then go into your bloodstream. No, it's past person to person. But if 75% of people have it, right? And I'm just I'm just throwing that number out there. Then why are you worried about the other people? That's their choice. Like think, because think about it. This is the thing that's deep. They put there's a warning on cigarettes. There's a tax on cigarettes. But you know what? There isn't a law against cigarettes. Now, we know for a fact cigarettes kill you. <laughs> right? I mean, it, we know for a fact. I mean, I've, I've seen people who gotten sick, who've been smokers all their life. You know, it's a, it's a rough way to go. But cigarettes aren't Ill, aren't illegal. Right. In this case, we're talking about someone simply not doing something. And they haven't mandated or, you know, what I'm saying that you can do it, but we're as close to that as you can get. But the most interesting part for this short discussion is the fact that you cannot say anything about it cons- I cannot put, consistently without being sensitive, which is the importance of our wonderful producers, OTW2. And she has put up my OTW2, uh, my OTW2 account in the chat. Because things like this are going to become more and more important. We've seen people, for example, why is Irritated Genie not on YouTube anymore? Because he had two two shows with uh, T. West, who also isn't on YouTube anymore, right? He had two shows with T. West, dealing with the small hats and the virus. And T. West isn't here on this platform. Irritated Jenny isn't here on this platform. Uh, there are other people on other platforms um, who consistently have talked against the vaccine members of the nation of islam who are no longer on instagram and i'm um, not sure where where else they may have been but wherever they may have been they're not there either and this is the age we live in where there was a time when i was younger where if someone knew or someone felt you were wrong or someone felt you had erroneous information or someone felt you were uneducated they would just debate you on it right they're like 
this person doesn't have the information. I'm going to give them the information or I'm going to debate them and show other people that they're wrong. And maybe I can't convince them that they're wrong, but I can show other people that they don't know what they're talking about. But that's why I call it the show. If you can't beat them, ban them. Because something is something is obvious here. If irritated genie, for example, was not right about the small hats, well, would you take him on YouTube? That you would put him up, leave him up there, and then show, have people come and show that he's incorrect. But that hasn't been the case. No one's no one has come and debated him. No one come and said this stuff is wrong. No one has come and you know say the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir could not debate the information that I put out. I showed the documentation. I went to one of their websites and showed the documentation. I showed the 1972 gay rights platform. That's their information. I've known about that for maybe seven, eight years now. They couldn't debate it. So they said, no, just take it down. Shut them up. The weird part is the subscriber count keeps going up. So, hey, maybe controversy is good. But the thing that we're going to have to do now is uh, we're going to have to organize in different places and spread the information to our people, not only on these platforms and not only on our own platforms like OTW2, but to our people in the community. Because now, and I didn't bring it up because I really just thought about it. They are going door to door to push the vaccines. They've already started in, here in D.C. Uh, I believe they're over in Southeast. I haven't seen them uh, in Northwest. And I have not heard about them in Northeast. But there are certain po- po- excuse me, certain pockets of D.C. that are still black. And I know they're going to be in those areas. And more than likely, they started in the Southeast. I, can, I mean, I can almost guarantee it, even though Southeast is being gentrified. And for those who don't know who are from Washington, D.C., historically speaking, Southeast has been like the um, most highly concentrated black part of D.C. So. Knowing the knowing they started, they started there. And then they're going to bring it to the city near you, because if we notice they're constantly pushing this on black people constantly <laughs> you know that like i knew you know at first i thought i was like maybe because when you have a like an implicit bias and you're always looking out for things that threaten black people sometimes you have to make sure that you're not like wait a minute this is but in this case at first i was like ah maybe just because the message, you know, part of this is being sent to me because I'm black. I see it, and therefore I think it's directed at black people. No, that's not the case. Everywhere, everywhere I go where they expect black people to be, there's someone telling black people to get the vaccine. For the and this is this is what's deep. And they're saying for the betterment of the community. Now, of all the things we could be doing for the betterment of the community, right? Like there, there's a lot of stuff that black people we need to be doing for the betterment of the community. But let's think about this. 
why they're telling us to take the vaccine for the betterment of the community? Have they stopped? Have they stopped black people from disrespecting each other and saying the N word on on this platform? Right. I can go to listen to a thousand channels inward all day long. Would not the community be better if we stopped disrespecting each other with the N word? Have they stopped the 10,000 men's channels that sit around and talk bad about black women all day long? Would that not be would that not better the community? Right. If we didn't sit around, and talk bad about our women seemingly all day long. Is anyone advocating for that? Has is anyone advocating for black people who are completely? I mean, we lead in obesity. We, we lead in bad health. We led in these things before this virus. Where is the get in shape program for black people? Where is the free fruits and vegetables that are organic for black people? Right. Where is the you know what? You're in poverty because we've been economically exploiting you for 500 years. Where's the here's your free money for us exploiting you program for black people? Right. Where is the hey, this little Nas X dude is out of control and he's targeting this stuff to children while he's gyrating naked in a jail. Hey, let's stop that because that doesn't benefit the black community. They all, I mean, all these things would be beneficial for black people, but none of that is happening. And Unique One Express says, uh, let's not forget the degenerate music. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I was getting it. Like, there's no, right. There's no, let's think about it. We, we worried about black people. Hey, you know what? There's no non-black people coming up and saying, hey, you know what? Nicki Minaj and, and Cardi B and all these people, they're corrupting the minds of young girls and pushing horror culture. That's not good for the black community. Let's stop that. Says no one. No, no Nobody's saying that. The whole, uh, uh, and somebody help me out what they call it, the whole drill music in Chicago that's contributing to all the shootings and all the madness that's going on, in addition to white people wearing masks going up there and shooting people. No one is saying, you know what? Man, this music is terrible. We, we just got to ban this because, you know, it's not benefiting black people. But all these things, right, that are going on, what's the one thing that they say? Hey, man, black people, y'all got to take this vaccine. The one, the one group of people in America who have the most reason to question the government on this subject, Tuskegee, we all know about it. You know, we, we've had that discussion before. It's the one thing where they say, hey, this is going to benefit black people the most. How? The people that were dying when this thing originally kicked off were people who were elderly. There's nothing we can do about that. Can't turn back time. And people who were out of shape or had some type of previous condition. I have a friend that's a nurse. She, she told me this. She's like, no, that's what's going on. Well, if that's the case, what I talked about earlier with the, the get in shape program for black people should have been the first thing to do. 
That should have been the first thing before they even came out with the vaccine. They should have been like, hey, y'all need to get in shape. You need to lose weight. Get out and get some sun. Because otherwise, you're going to catch this thing and die. Said no one in an official capacity. Eat fruits and vegetables, said no one in an official capacity. Take stuff like zinc. Take stuff like take some other herbs and stuff. Eat your vitamin C. None of those things. They and like these are simple things that in reality you should be doing anyway. But no one, no one in an official capacity said that. What did they say? No. Here, here's a vaccine. If you don't take it, you're gonna die. Or what's deep is they don't say you're gonna die. They say if you don't take it, you're going to threaten your family and friends. But then if you, I've heard Fauci and I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to have to do a long form video because I was trying to wait until I do a lecture to get into Fauci, but I'm probably going to have to do a long form video. Fauci has said, oh, well, the virus lessens the symptoms. Now, I mean, the uh, vaccine lessens the symptoms of the virus. Now, let's think, think about this for a minute, right? Every vaccine that I have been have taken in my lifetime none of them peace to brother crow did they say this vaccine is a lesson the symptoms all of them they said take this vaccine so you don't get xyz fill in the blank <laughs> what the disease is you know like, like when i was a little kid they gave my mother there was a set of things you had to take like uh mumps and rubella and all this stuff say hey, you want we're giving this to your child so he doesn't get this right they gave people the polio vaccine in the 50s and 60s why so you didn't get polio not right right like think about that back then no one said hey polio can make you um it's possible that it can paralyze you from the waist down so take this vaccine so that one leg works and one doesn't <laughs> that, that, that right so how is this something beneficial if it doesn't work like previous vaccines and if it doesn't work like previous vaccines and if it's not based on previous technology it's based on new technology if the technology is new what does that mean it means the technology is what experimental but when you say that suddenly you're a conspiracy theorist how am i a conspiracy theorist if we're testing this because we didn't have time to test it. So either there's one or two things here. Either A, what they said is true, that they didn't have time to test it, and they um, passed it via emergency usage, or B, they then had time to test it because they knew that this um, that this virus was coming out. It's either or. This is simple logic. But these are discussions that can't be had in the public sphere without you being attacked as a conspiracy theorist. These are the type, and of course, people, as we showed earlier, people in the public sphere who some of them make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, millions of dollars a year, 
they are looked at like they're crazy. I saw, and I didn't, I didn't see it, but I heard about, um, uh, what's the name? Mike Irvin, um, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame player, Mike Irvin, NFL player. And I didn't see the video. I wish I saw the video, but I heard somebody told me that he basically was saying that if anybody doesn't want to get vaccinated, they're not serious about winning and so forth, so on, right? Which then again goes back to what I previously said that if something happens, that person gonna be blamed and they're out to leave. Now, again, if that happens at the NFL level, that's coming to a job near you. And I've known people that had, I've known people who um, basically it because um, in a quirk in their, their contract at their job is the only reason they weren't forced to get the vaccine. Like literally the only reason, because the laws haven't caught up yet. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They haven't written the new laws to force you to do it yet at certain jobs. But if you're, in, for example, you're a unionized job, and then when your contract comes up, this is going to be on the table. You know what I'm saying? Can you get people to strike to resist? People in the healthcare field have already started to strike to resist. And I worked in a healthcare field and they, they try to make you keep up with, even before this, they try to make you keep up with all the vaccines. So I can only imagine what it's like now, depending on, depending on where you work. But one thing's for sure, if you're the person that's resisting and they can just get rid of you, then you, you know, you're out of here. If you're the person that's saying things on social media and you're constantly saying it, you're out of here. The first thing you get is something that social media claim doesn't exist. Like Instagram claims this doesn't exist, but it exists. It's called the shadow ban. Shadow ban is, right, is when, let's say, like, for example, I have almost 6,000 followers. And from, from the way I can calculate it is, generally speaking, about 10% of the number of accounts that follow, follow you will see any given um, thing that you post, you know, depending on time of day and things like that. The shadow ban is when even a lower percentage of people get to see the stuff you post. And I noticed it when people that I follow who have bigger accounts than me, their stuff start disappearing. And I thought their accounts, you know, I thought, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, man, did they block me? Did they, you know, they not on the internet? Did they change their name, Instagram name? And I'm missing their stuff because they got a different name. No, those certain things happen. You know, come to find out when you see what the stuff they were posting <laughs> that you missed, oh no, they were just shadow banned and you couldn't see it. That's one of the social media tricks that they do. So it's not, they don't take you off. They just limit the number of people that can see your stuff. But again, these things don't exist according to so these social media sites. Again, so this is considered another conspiracy theory, right? And if you ever, if you saw my, um, if you saw my uh, lecture that I did, last year at the convention on memorandum 46 i broke down the the concept of conspiracy theory and the root of it and what it actually means 
Um, and the only reason I haven't put that out is because, because I know if you got ripped, brother, you got ripped off his head. He's like, yeah, whatever happened to that? Brother Genie, <laughs> brother Genie took the uh, video of that. He has the footage. I never took video of it. So I'm trying to get it from him. And if I can't get it from him, I'll probably try to redo that lecture again because it, it, it's actually an important lecture. The Memorandum 46 lecture is, I put it like this, all the stuff that we're seeing now where everybody's trying, everybody black is trying to be something other than African, Memorandum 46 pretty much outlines why that's taking place. Um, it's an old document. I did the research. Um and what I because I had to research to make sure that the document was true, was accurate. And so basically I put the the document on trial. Right. Can this doc, is it possible for it to be true? Is it possible for it not to be true? And I went through it like that. So um, a lot of people that saw it thought it was excellent. Of course, I, I gave it so I couldn't see it and I didn't take video of it. So I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw it. So if you never if you never see the original, blame Brother Jane. It wasn't me. Um, brother, you got ripped off since it, it was bomb. Appreciate it, bro. But I just wanted to let y'all know for those who may have looked for that video when I posted it and be like, hey, I thought you had another video of. I did. <laughs> you know, and I had the same name. Now maybe I should have changed the name of the video, but I had to, I kept the same name that they had, which was a message. I think it's a, a message from the gay community. And that's the one that the homophiles took down. But I mean, you know, these types of things happen. So one thing, oh, and I tell y'all, I had to go to a uh, YouTube has copyright school. I had to go to YouTube cop copyright school, <laughs> you know? So I have one copyright strike, uh, three strikes and you're out like baseball. So uh, if I if this channel disappears, you know, to direct people to OTW2 and hopefully by the end of the year, our wonderful producer will tell uh, tell me when we can live stream over there. And then I'll be able to be in multiple places at once. Um, so you, you let me know when that is wonderful producer. If it's by if it's actually by December, that would be on time. To be completely honest, that would be on time. But I know you I know how the tech stuff works. Uh, <laughs> being around Brother Genie and seeing some stuff he's tried to do, and seeing how long that's taken. So I have no doubt that uh, big platforms are doing everything they can to limit small platforms and to limit um, other people' with websites. You know. These people don't want competition because if more people start going to other places and more people start um, start being able to organize in places that aren't as readily seen, you know, they feel like that's a threat. I mean, whenever there's oppression, there's going to always be resistance. That's what I tell people. No matter how, I mean, this is how this is how bad things are. Those of you who know me know I helped found the DC chapter of Straight Black Pride years ago. I guess it's been six years ago now. 
you don't know how how hilarious it is to look at people who looked at Brother Genie like he was crazy when he was talking about this homophilia stuff and now are trying to pass themselves off as experts on homophilia. There are people who we talk to personally who we tried to get on board with us years ago who now um, are now talking about how bad homophilia is, talking about how bad uh, um, little Nas X is. I'm not going to name names. You can you go on Instagram, there's some big people you'll see. And these are people, some of these people we talk to personally, brother, me and me and brother Jane talk to personally. Gave, you know, gave my information. Hey, get at us. This is what we're trying to do. So forth, so on. Right. Didn't want nothing to do with this. Now they're like, oh my God, man, little Nas X is terrible. Oh man, it's homophilia and blah, 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 blah. Now they're not using the term homophilia, but you understand what I'm saying. But in a way, the ability to influence people to do what you've been doing is a power within itself. And Brother Crow asked me, has I seen a, a recent community cop interview? I have not, brother. I have not. And Sister Tila Nubia says, uh, Tariq is one. Yeah, now that's somebody I haven't talked to personally, but he yeah, he knows Brother Jenny real well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I don't know. One day I, I one day I'll let Jenny tell the story. If he felt like it when he come when he comes back, you know, I let him tell the story. Um, and it, let me well, let me not say he knows Brother Genie real well. Let me say he's very familiar with Brother Genie's work. That's a difference. He doesn't know him personally, but he's familiar with his work. So let me correct that. Make that correction, right? Um, and you know he he has this movie. I still I still haven't seen the movie. Um, I haven't. I haven't seen the movie so much that I won't even take the donations that y'all give me to, to see the movie. I, you know, it is what it is. When you study this stuff for years and you've seen it, yeah, you know, I'll see it eventually. And I know some, I, I think I don't see brother Patrick, but I think I told brother Patrick, I would do a movie review on it. Obviously that isn't going to happen right now. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it is, it is what it is, but I, like if enough people say, hey, man, I want you to do the review on that, then I will get to it. And that's what I'll do. Eventually. But, you know, I kind of got a feeling it is what it is. Uh, shout out to all the new subscribers, too, because we're almost at 300. We're at 299. So um, we're almost a dead heat in the race. Remember, I said that we're in a we're in a race to get to a thousand before we get the channel shut down. So I'm at 300 and I got one copyright strike. <laughs> so, so the race is tied. So I'm going to tell people, if you listen to this, be sure to subscribe to this channel and be sure to go to OTW Tube and make you an account because I am the video, the videos and the subject matter that I cannot do here will be that there will be exclusive content. That's what I'm trying to say. There will be exclusive content on my OTW2 page. Like, for example, 
the band documentary on Bill Gates that someone sent to me is on OTW2 page and is quite popular. Actually, it's got a lot of views. There's a lot of people that have a lot of information that you can't see on other platforms over there. You want to check that stuff out, especially if you're um, really into the information with the virus, the vaccines and all that stuff. A lot of information is going over there. Um, so, again, I can't express enough. You want to set you up an account there. And when you set up an account on OTW2, shoot me an email and let me know you're on there so I can follow you back. Because sometimes people come on my page and they follow. And then I don't even know that they follow me until I happen to uh having to look up and see that they made they made an account so i just wanted to let y'all know that real quick um it's free uh right wonderful producer still free it's free and the more people that we have there the bigger influence it has and then um the better uh the better product we can produce uh lord you say what's the name of the documentary um I, I can't remember right now. You just if you go to my page, it, it's listed on my page. It's like one of the first videos I put over there. So it, you know, just go over there. You'll check it out. It deals with uh, how he transitioned, how and why he transitioned into vaccines. And um, real quick, and I don't know. I'm probably gonna save this for a lecture because I think I put it in a lecture last year. But you. When you see that, if you go to the Gates Foundation, you can find where Bill Gates hired um, Anthony Fauci to work on his team to come up with vaccines. And how that's been, it's been about 10 years now, I believe. I believe that's 2010. Um, so one day, I, maybe I will, maybe I just do a short form video and I'll put that information up there. So there's definitely, there's no conspiracy theory there. There's a definite con connection and working relationship between uh, William Gates III and Anthony Fauci. Um, and uh, as we know, <laughs> this is not conspiracy theory either because he said it, and I've documented it in lectures. He believes in population. Gates, that is, believes in population control. So if someone says, hey, there's a connection between Gates and Fauci. No, that's true. If someone says that Gates believe in population control, yes, that's true also. If someone says that Gates population control has been largely uh, uh, focused on Africa, that too is also true. If someone says that the United States government was worried about the population and the strength of Nigeria back in the 1970s, that is also true, <laughs> right? You see what I'm saying? So if anyone wants to debate me or anyone on that, I can give you the documentation on all that. All of these are facts. So in reality, there has definitely without question been a thought process in the beginning and the implementation of a plan to limit the number of black people on planet earth. And the plan is being put, you know, so the plan is running very well. And there are those who believe that the current health crisis is in line with that plan. I'll, I'll just say it that way. 
And that is up for debate. But the thing about it is the difference between now and then, like I said before, is people aren't allowing the debate. Why not allow the debate? Again, title of this program is if you can't beat them, ban them. And really, really, really quick, because something was supposed to happen yesterday where I was supposed to enjoy and have um, and, uh, um, something I was supposed to enjoy. And there was an event supposed to happen yesterday. And I'm going to connect it with all this stuff. Right. It's going to connect to the virus, going to connect to uh, silencing the people, all this stuff. So last night there was supposed to be a boxing match, boxing match for heavyweight championship for the world. Right. Big white guy, Tyson Fury versus big black guy, Deontay Wilder. The fight didn't happen because the white guy claimed that he has COVID. Right. Now, after he claimed he had COVID before the two week period where he was supposed to quarantine, people see him out and about in Las Vegas, shaking hands and drinking and having a good old time with no mask on. Remind you. He, they postponed the fight because he said he had COVID, right? Now, the thing about it is previously his uh, promoter had claimed that he was uh, vaccinated. Now, why does this really matter? It matters because in the media, Whenever the big black guy, Deontay Wilder, says something, he's criticized for it. Or whenever he does something, he's criticized for it, right? No matter what happens. Now, the big black guy said that the last time they fought, the big white guy cheated. And he showed video and documentation and everything like that, right? The media called him what? A conspiracy theorist. I can't make this stuff up. They call him a conspiracy theorist. Oh, you just mad because you lost. You're making up conspiracy so on, so on, right? Come to find out when people start doing the research, the big white guy has been suspended for cheating before with performance enhancing drugs. He's also an admitted drug user, right? And an alcoholic, according to him. This is what he admits. So the big black guy says that the drug using, PED offending, glove tampering, white guy cheated in the fight. The media, the boxing media, says this is ridiculous despite the guy's history and calls the black guy a conspiracy theorist and now they move the fight back people have spent thousands of dollars you know flights and trips and all that to go to vegas and hotel rooms and all, all that stuff right a lot of brothers that i follow on social media were, were going they they spent their money already flights hotels all that why am I bringing this up? Because if in boxing, which is not relevant to the lives of people, if people are willing to lie and cover up for a white drug user and for boxing, which doesn't matter <laughs> in the grand scheme of life, how much more are they willing to lie and cover up for something huge that affects everybody on the planet? You see what I'm saying? And literally anyone who questions anything anywhere 
is considered a conspiracy theorist nowadays. Any person that stops to think for a moment about anything is considered a conspiracy theorist. That's where we are, where they attempt to shut down any discourse or any questioning of anything anywhere. In this, you know, in at least in America, and probably in other places too. I just haven't been there. And of course, without saying, and I got to do a video on this, it's so to the point where we already had, we talked about the Haitian president, right? Haitian president says, hey, I don't want, you know what? I don't know about these vaccines, right? Then he's dead. And of course, our president, Magafuli in Tanzania, he said, nope, not going to do the vaccine thing. He's dead. And then what do we find out this week in Madagascar, the president is not even black. He has been resisting the vaccine. And then he says that they attempted to kill him recently. If you can't beat them, ban them. If you can't ban them, kill them. That's the reality of the 21st century. So with that, brothers and sisters, I wanted to explain what happened to that video, what's going on with the channel, what's going on with uh, my social media in general, what's going on with the general atmosphere of the stifling of dissent and resistance around the world. And uh, let's see, Brother I. Allen just came in as we're about to go off. Uh, BB for to that, brother. Um, I just want to do that real quick because like i said i do have somewhere i have to be but i wanted to lay that foundation now and i wanted to let you all know you know what I'm saying for those who might have been looking for it hey what happened to the video you said you did on homophiles well the homophiles got mad because they couldn't defeat the argument and they had to take it down now if y'all want me to redo the video because i was going to edit it without the without their content and reload it but i decided that it actually Oh, people folded to Sister Mello. I decided that in reality, if I edited it out, then it would change the context of the video. Like the video wouldn't make sense if I edited out their uh, their song, their little song. People wouldn't be able to get it. I put the video in so that people could see that I wasn't making it up in line. That you could see them singing the song and hear the song for yourself. And you could get the same reaction that I got when I heard it because I actually didn't watch the whole thing till I actually recorded the video live. So my reaction, uh, <laughs> you know, that was my genuine reaction to what they were doing. And it was quite disturbing. And I wasn't the only person disturbed. And they, you know, they realized that. Now, think about it real quick. As small as my channel is, how do you find my video? Look at the entire video and then say, oh, nah, yo, you, you got to take this down. And give me a copyright strike, which puts me on the road to being banned from YouTube. You don't do that unless you see someone as a threat. Because they could have sent me an email say, hey, I saw you say what you said, so-and-so and so-and-so. That's not true. I'll debate you on your channel, right? And I would say, Sure. Sure, Mr. Gay Chorus Guy, 
come on my channel and debate me on this subject. Please do. But they said, nah, take the, take the content down because he's right. He got us. He exposed us. <laughs> Told the truth. So take the whole thing down. So y'all let me know. Y'all want me to um you put in the comments or wasn't y'all want me to redo that video um without their content. I will. Maybe enough people have seen it that they will understand. And if you want to see the original video, talk to Cindy. She got it. <laughs> That's all I'll say. So with that, brothers and sisters, I thank you all for listening. I thank you all for your support. I thank you all for the likes and shares and whatnot. Help me help spread the message. Make sure you subscribe. Help me get to 1,000 before they shut my channel down. That's the goal. We're trying to reach 1,000 before they shut the channel down. And also, please be sure to go to the OTW2 um, site. Start you. It's free. Start you an account. Let me know that you started an account so I can follow you back because I will be putting exclusive content there. And by the way, uh, Sister Mello, she saw the um, she saw the memorandum 46 lecture. And oh, Sister Mello says if you speed up the video, the algorithm won't pick it up. Interesting. Interesting. So, Sister Mello, you let them know how the Memorandum 46 lecture was last year. Because, again, I always tell people, people say, how was it? I wasn't looking at myself. <laughs> you know, I can only gauge by people's reaction. So, with all that being said, because I really do have to go. and I'm on the verge of being late as we speak. Again, August 21st, 2021, 2 p.m., Return of the Black Man. We got four tremendous people. Brother Michael Graves, Brother Darren Muhammad, Brother Louis Ali, and Baba uh, Olatunji. All of them will be there. I will be there as well. Brother Janie will be there as well. Um, I don't think it gets better than that, but, you know, you can choose not to do it. But if you're on the East Coast, you really, 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 really don't have an excuse. I'm telling you now, I've been telling you for two or three weeks, you still have almost a month to make your plans. Get with your crew, get with your homeboy, get with your sisterhood, make the trip on down. Trust me, you won't regret it. And uh, I'll check on the ticket sales and let y'all know how things are going because, you know, you can only put so many people in e-life as much as you love it. Um, so with that, brothers and sisters, I thank you all again. I will probably see you Saturday night because um, I haven't done a relationship show in a while, Saturday night relationship show in a while. So it's about time to do that. And I will let you all know via Instagram, whether it's Saturday night or Sunday or both. It might be both. I might do both next weekend because this was so short. And also be on the lookout for a couple more short form videos that will be posted on the channel during the week i'll be working on that um tuesday and wednesday so hopefully they, they can be up on either tuesday or wednesday and thursday and friday sometime in there so with that being said a bb for oda and straight black pride look it up 
flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashley. On the wake up. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in Fedbook jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but... You don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message.